0: Hey mamas, we have an amazing guest interview today. We have Kristen Gavazzi out of North Carolina. We're going to be talking about TikTok, starting your real estate career, how to show up authentically, and just all of the ins and outs of being a new real estate agent, being a mom, a wife, and also Kristen is a specialist in the military life, relocation, PCSing, so we're talking about all those things, and we know you are going to love this episode. So let's get to it. Hey, ladies, welcome back to another episode of the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast. You have a special guest interview today with Kristen Gavazzi, and she's out of North Carolina. We're going to be talking about being a military spouse, a mama, um, TikTok, PCSing and all of those things. So, so excited for this episode and welcome, Kristen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to talk to you ladies as
1: well about all of the above.
0: Me too. And by the way, she really is like the queen of TikTok right now as far as agents go. So I hope that you will, you'll give us a few nuggets on this call that we could all Uh,
1: use. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I, that, that's so nice. That was such a compliment. I have made so many great connections with other agents and it's so funny because they'll be like, oh my God, selling more, selling more. And I'm like, I don't even have like as many followers as some other people have. And they're like, yeah, but we all know you. Like we go to, we go to meetings or, you know, events and they're like, everyone's like, do you follow selling more? So I have I guess, you know, almost 12,000 strong agents around the country. And I absolutely love it. It's so exciting.
0: It's so funny because when Brayden and I get together and like, we talk about guests, like you were one of the first people I started following when I joined TikTok earlier. And then she mentioned you and she's like, there's this girl on TikTok. I would love to have her on. She's awesome. And I
1: was like, I know her. (laughs) (laughs) It's cool because I do feel like I know all of you guys through the TikTok. Like I've met so many people now, agent wise and even client wise too, that I'm like, I already know you. Like I comment on all your stuff. I follow you. Like, I feel like we're already best friends.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's so funny because, and I mean, we talk a lot about like social media and digital marketing and, you know, really showing up that way so that you can get to know your people. But like TikTok's just another level of that. Like, I do not feel like I could on Instagram, at least like get to know some of the things that I know about people and how they show up on TikTok versus like Instagram, definitely probably not Facebook. Like it's just so crazy. And you were one of the first that I I had um started following and just appreciated how you showed up on TikTok and like consistently but also very authentically and As somebody, you know, personally who has struggled with that, like it's really cool to see somebody just like owning who they are. I feel like you own that you're a mom and you're like, you know, your belief system and like who you are as your personality. And that's so awesome to see. And it looks like it's, you know, paying off with your clientele. I mean, tell us about, tell us about, you know, give us a little background, I guess, into how long you've been into real estate and also like your family and stuff since we kind of just got right into it but
1: (laughs) okay so yeah so I am a mom of three we are in the middle of birthday season right now at my house um so I have a son who's 11 just turned my daughter will be 10 and then our youngest daughter will be 8 in September so our first two we basically had three under three um so we're just like the hot mess family. We just like we just go. People are just like, "What do you? How do you guys do it?" On we're like, "You just do it." Like we have no other option. We just do it. Um, and my husband is military, so to throw an extra little curveball in there, he is gone a lot. Um, but it works for us. We're constantly an on-the-go family. We are very great with like spontaneous things. And uh, as much as I like planning and my all my spreadsheets and all that stuff. I'm like that, but it's because of the chaoticness of my family. So as long as I feel like I have some systems in place, it helps where we could just pick up and go or, hey, dad's home. We're going to go on vacation real quick, or dad's having to leave. Now we have to change plans. So that really helps. Um, So yeah, we're just like the, we're just the busy, busy family. Um, but I got into real estate, um, in 2021, basically I got my license in 2020 after a decision between my husband and I, it was kind of something that we always wanted me to do just because we were talking about investing and doing like Airbnb properties. So it was kind of on the back burner, but I'm, I was a full-time hygienist for 12 years. So I didn't have time to just take off from my full-time career to go take real estate classes. So it was just on the back burner. Well, then when COVID happened and my office shut down and real estate classes were offered online, why not take the classes online while I was trying to homeschool my kids? I mean, that just sounded like a great plan. So (laughs) that's what we did. Um, So I got my license and then I went back to work because then my office opened up and things like that. Um, However, as we're trying to get through 2020 at that time, my kids were having to go to work with me still because they weren't going back to classes normally. And when 2021 came around, my husband was set to go on a deployment and January, I just, I almost had like a breakdown. Like I was just like, I cannot continue to do this anymore. My kids were supposed to go back and then they decided they were gonna do like half, like one day, AB days. And I was still gonna have to take them to my job three days a week. And I was like, this is this is not working, especially with him being deployed. I was just like, I literally looked at my bosses and I was like, I'm drowning. And like, I have a straw above the ocean right now. Like I just, I was not afraid to admit that at that point. And of course they didn't want me to leave. I didn't want to leave that job. My career was, I've always been obsessed with teeth. It was so important to me. So they like, basically were like, let's just get through the summer and we'll figure it out. So long story took that time off. My kids want to go back to school, like in springtime. And I got super bored, had a friend that needed me to help sell their house. And then it just snowballed. And then here comes summer. And I was like 14, 15 transactions in. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to go back. Like, I actually love being at home as much as I work. So I work so much more than I ever did at the dental office. I still have the control to be able to do it from wherever, which was pretty nice. Um, And I talked to my husband and I was like, I don't think I want to go back. And he's like, don't go back. (laughs) So here we are. And now fast forward a whole nother
0: year. um, And I, I just love it. So that's so awesome. And you got rookie of the year uh, last year, didn't you? Yes, I did get that for my firm. I was able to, in my
1: rookie year, close 27 transactions, um, a little over $8 million.
0: And, uh, yeah, so I I was pretty pumped. Good job. That's so awesome. That is like, that's amazing. And I'm sure, I'm sure you're going to get asked, or we would get asked in the group where like, was it like people were referring you? I feel like when you're a military spouse, I mean, from what I hear, I feel like you have a lot of like, there's a lot of like referrals within the military community. Um, was it from that? Was it from TikTok? Like where where did those deals come from being so new? Um, and in a sense, not being like totally intentional at first when you started that this was gonna like grow into what it was. Right, yeah. So um, it definitely started out just,
1: with friends. Um, like you said, we have us, uh, the military community is just awesome. You wind up getting so close to people just because you don't have family, you know, they become your family. So it started off just with people that I've already known. We've been fortunate enough to be at Fort Bragg for seven years. So we've made a lot of connections. And then from there, it started just snowballing into people then referring me, even if I didn't know them personally, it was my friends referring me. And then I started getting on TikTok as a complete joke. I never thought about it being anywhere to bring me clients, nothing like that. And somehow I started getting clients off TikTok. So then it just grew into that. And that is mainly all of my business. It's either TikTok or it's referrals. Um, And now because of TikTok, I'm also opening up kind of a new branch of where I'm meeting and networking with agents on TikTok. So now I'm getting referrals, not just necessarily client-wise reaching out to me, but other agents referring me to clients, which has been so great. So it's been awesome because I really, I don't have to, you know, pay for leads. Um, I don't have to door knock. I don't have to do things that I was never comfortable with doing anyway, because that's just not me. That's not, I don't want somebody knocking on my door. I don't want to do that. And not that those systems don't work, just didn't work for me, my schedule and my personality. So I've been very fortunate enough to find something that works for me that I enjoy and am able to connect with potential clients in a different way.
0: So. Totally. I love that. I think Alyssa and I talk about that all the time, especially for this community of moms. Like, I feel like, you know, having kids and like, just, it changes sometimes like what you are able to do and like what you're not able to do or like what you're comfortable with too. Like, I know when, you know, I've got an almost two and almost four-year-old and It was like when they were little, I wasn't wanting to like, I can't, I can't be cold calling for three hours a day when I'm breastfeeding a newborn. Like, and then you, I also had a toddler and it was like pandemic and all this stuff. And no, like I door knocked early in my career when I first got started in 117 degree weather and like never again, like, because it's like, I'm trying to be professional and I'm sweating, dying. And like, it's so hot here, so many months out of the year. And it was just like, and I just was like, literally so miserable. And I was like, what is this? And we talk so much about having to find like what works for you. And like, I know people that they love cold calling and door knocking and open houses or whatever traditional, you know, methods. And that's great. But also like, they also hate what I do. Like they hate that I show up on, like, I look, I would much rather go and shoot like 10 videos, you know, and put them on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, than like go knock on somebody's door that I have no idea who they are and wonder is there gonna be a dog coming out and attacking me? <laughs> yes. No, and
1: I feel like that's, you just have to find what works for you. I have so many people message me and me like, how do you do it? But you really have to find what works for you, what you're comfortable with, because I know me, I will get super discouraged if, you know, someone's hanging up on the phone on me or whatever, just little things. So I wanted to set myself up for something that worked for me that also didn't discourage me to just totally quit in this career. Cause I knew it was going to be hard enough as it is. Everybody knows a real estate agent. Um, I feel like in the military community, a lot of wives are, um, are agents. So that definitely makes it harder, but I just wanted to find something that I was comfortable with that worked around my crazy schedule as well. So and it, like I said, TikTok didn't even mean to start like that. Yeah, it was it was a joke. It was a way to. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> it, like my I my sister um she's almost twenty, so she's in college, and that's all that she did all the time. And it started with a joke with her. Like she literally was recording my first ones for me, editing them, putting text. I had no idea what I was doing, and um, it started out as a way for me to just kind of release the stress of it all of one learning how to be an agent in a crazy market that it was and then just kind of documenting all that and it was just to laugh and then all of a sudden within a few months it was like other agents reaching out to me and I'm like you know I'm new right like you're asking (laughs) me for advice and they're like yeah but you're killing it and I didn't know I was killing it like I was just like oh okay I'm just doing my thing So then it, then I started like changing the way of thinking and then, you know, trying to tailor to meet not just agents, but clients
0: and things like that. So, and just showing up, like you said. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's one thing, I mean, I can 100% say, like, I feel like you show up very authentically and you know, you're, it seems at least to me, you know, that you're not afraid to like say what you believe in or like what you're proud of. And like, you know, who you are, you know, more than just like real estate, Kristen, like, let me show you some houses and negotiate some deals for you, but like who you are as a person. And I have to think that that's, part of what draws your crowd of, you know, your clients and everything that are coming to you on TikTok. Like that's what is drawing them in more than just the real estate.
1: Yeah. I I tell people that a lot, especially now that I'm able to be in a position where I'm able to help new agents or even seasoned agents. And I go speak to them. I have always felt no matter what, and it probably is because of my, dental hygiene career where I connected with those patients that they needed to trust me and same in this business. And I'm not trying to sell you anything. You know, I want you to already know that you want to buy or sell a house. I I did a TikTok TikTok on that yesterday, but I want you to trust me. And the best way to trust people is getting to really know them. So, you know, I do not believe in necessarily lead generation. I believe in building relationships. So, You know, show up and talk to people at your kids' practice, at you know, your husband's things or just anywhere. Go out and join clubs, build relationships because you're not having to be like a salesperson, you're making a great connection with somebody on different levels. Don't go into it thinking like, oh, I need to make a friend so I can sell a house. That's not how that works. But then it's just easy because then when somebody needs a house or their friend needs one, they're like, Oh, Hey, the girl from my gym or the girl, you know, this cheer mom, this is what she does. And she's great. I see her every weekday, you know? So I really believe in relationship building. And when, when I'm on social media, that's what I want to do too, because no one wants to scroll through and just, they don't care about the houses necessarily unless they're looking for that. They want to know who I am. And that's what I believe in. Build that relationship, show up there's good days, there's bad days. I was crying the other day, like not really crying. <laughs> I don't want to be that person, but I, yeah. I started to get emotional as I was explaining like what I was going through and I've learned to do it with no makeup on. And I do, I swear sometimes because that's me. Um, and yeah, just, this is me. And again, at first I would try to keep it tailored a little bit and like kind of appeal to everybody. And I realized yeah. like, no, I don't care if they don't want to work with me because occasionally the F word comes out of my mouth. It comes out a lot in real life. Um, then (laughs) that's okay. You know, I'm very professional and I do that in my business. I don't swear, you know, like that, but if you're not going to like me because I'm dancing to a song that has the F word in it or something, then like, you're not my crowd anyway. And I'm okay with that. And I feel like if you're okay and you know who you are, you're going to be, you will be fine on that
0: platform. Totally. I think that's great advice, especially like, Uh, with all the changes that are going on with social media right now especially like you know I, I know we have a lot of women in the Facebook community and here that listen like that are going through what everybody's going through with Instagram especially where they're trying to like please the algorithm and like the only way that you can please the algorithm is to change what you want to put out and to change like what kind of content, you know? And I just got to the point and that's kind of why I started experimenting with TikTok because I was like, I am, I am burnt from Instagram. Like I am burnt out and I am like trying to show up as what I think Instagram wants me to show up as. And it's not working for me. Like it's, I am drained and it's not fun. I'm like, I love creating content, but I was like, this is terrible. And like, literally I did like a tip on TikTok with no makeup on. I was literally in my husband's shirt that I sleep in. And like, I was just talking about like, please don't do this. I'm selling your house. And it like blew up. And I was like, this one, like this one, you know, it's like the craziest thing. And that's when I started being like, you know, I started experimenting more. And I was like, I am just gonna show up how I want to show up on social media and like I'm so done trying to like be you know try to just put like the the perfect version out there because nobody can sustain that long term because you're hiding who you truly are and it's like you're just gonna end up drained and then be like okay well social media doesn't work either like what's the next thing I have to figure out yes 100% agree with that for sure It's so it's a lot, but let me, okay. Let me ask you, you've been at Fort Bragg for seven years, you said, so could you guys get moved and have to like start your business over in another location? Do you think that's possible? Do you think, you know, you, I mean, you said people kind of, I know you've said in the past too, like I've seen you say on videos, like people come to Fort Bragg and they typically end up there longer than a lot of other bases, but does that thought ever cross your mind that? you guys could get moved, like we, I'd have to start over somewhere else. Yeah. It's definitely a fear for, I feel
1: anybody in the military. Um, but my husband's job is, one that you don't move around as much there's only okay. a few places that you can even go to begin with um we originally wanted to go to colorado and kind of towards making that decision my husband was like no we need to stay at brag this is what's best for my career and at first i was so upset and i was like no and now i'm like please don't ever take us away uh because i built a home here this is absolutely wow. my home i love it my roots are definitely here Um, but for him, we will more than likely stay here as long as we want. He can definitely try. There's a place out in Arizona that he spends a lot of time out at, but I'm like, I don't know if I can do Arizona. Um, (laughs) so that's one good thing about, I knew that going into also being a real, you know, into this career, I knew that we were lucky enough. That we have pretty strong groups that we won't move. So, but it's great though on the flip side of it because I'm more of a permanent here, we constantly have and meet people that are coming
0: and going. So, it works out for the business. Definitely. Yeah, because you can get, I mean, if you build relationships with them and they've got to move, you know, they're moving in or out, you've got an ongoing network that you can get referrals to, you know, referral transactions and referral fees, which you know, I don't know about you. The first time I got a referral check, like from somebody else where I just referred them, connected with them, with the agent and made sure that they were taken care of. And then you get the referral fee when they're closed. And it's like, dang, that's (laughs) kind of nice. Exactly. Yeah. Some people shy away from referrals and
1: this year, my referral business has been great because like you said, I have people going. And then another cool thing is though, like I have friends that are stationed at other bases and they meet Mm -hmm. new people. And then they're like, Oh, Hey, you're going to Fort Bragg, my friend, Kristen, or, you know, that's awesome. That's been really cool. But some people shy away from it because if they necessarily get the buying side, they're like, Oh, I have to pay a a fee or whatever. And I'm like, that is a client that you wouldn't have even had. So I will gladly pay that fee because yeah, it's extra business. And two, I send out a ton of referrals too, when I basically don't have to do anything, but set up the connection. I do follow through cause I'm, I'm a control freak, Yeah. but making sure that that has, but basically I don't have to do anything and I get money from it. So I'm never going to
0: shun, you know, or turn yeah. down getting one coming here at all. Yeah, totally. No, I think it's, it's great. It's something that, um, I definitely want to do more of in my business. Cause you know, that first one that I got, it was not, you know, it, I have paid out a lot of referrals to other agents that have sent me referrals. So like, I, I see that side of it, but honestly, some of those have been like my favorite clients ever. And like most of those were agents I met on Instagram that then referred me their clients that were like relocating here. And I was like, this is awesome. Like some of these clients are so amazing. And like some of them are like my, I feel like my top like advocates now, like that's, you know, and to have that warm connection is great. But then also if you can connect with people who are, you know, moving somewhere else, I mean, I think I I saw a stat recently that said that like, I think 70% or something of transactions within like the next 10 years are going to have some kind of referral fee attached to them in regards to like relocation moves. So it's like, well, why not get why not get in on, you know, connecting with the people who know, I mean, I'd rather if you're connecting with somebody and say, they know three people in the year that they're going to connect you with that are moving to your, your location or vice versa. Like that's three more of those fees, you know, either the whatever commission or the referral fee that you wouldn't have got. And then that's just more people to connect you with more people. And it's like a whole chain of events. Yep, Exactly. And it's funny that you said that
1: because when I first got into this, um, I was selling a house that my friend currently lived in Alaska, but owned here in Bragg and needed me to sell it. And I instantly thought, as a new person, there's so many agents around here, it's going to be hard to go up against them in a sense, you know, because they've already been established, they've made relationships. Um, so I'm going to go after referrals. And that's really kind of how I started out. My thinking was like, I just want people referring me that know me, but know that I'm going to do a good job and things like that. And then uh, it it just kind of molded into I had a lot more connections here than I thought. (laughs) People that trusted me and didn't care that I was new just because they knew my work ethic. Um, So it worked out, but yeah, my referral business this year has been great. And I started my own referral network on through TikTok on Facebook, and we've already had a good bit of the group members
0: sending out referrals and it's awesome already. That's amazing. That's so cool. And I think that you know, I feel like you're a connector, like where you're able to connect people with other people and like doing, you know, your own network of like, okay, let's get all Cause it's all for like the military bases mm-hmm. around the country. Right. So yeah. you have all of these agents that you've now connected in a community and have a referral network going on. Like that's so huge. And also like, you know, even though you're not getting like a portion of all of those but it's like that is probably so awesome to see like all that interaction happening within your group and the referrals going in and out like that's really cool
1: yeah it's been it's been super rewarding it almost turned into a job at first like setting it up and getting the maps and i'm like uh and i've had some girls step up and like hey i actually know how to do this let me help you with it so it was so Uh great um but yeah, it's awesome just to see that and have other people connect and who who wouldn't have followed each other, wouldn't have known each other if it wasn't for you know me, this group, and this TikTok. Yeah. So it's been really awesome to connect with it, and it's just the uh, it kind of stinks though because I've made so many new connections and new friends, and I'm like, great, now we all have to find somewhere to meet in person because
0: I yeah. want to meet you guys, you know? Yeah. So I know that's it's so funny because that's like the power of social media, and Alyssa and I talk about that all the time, like like, we are real friends, like, Alyssa and I are are so close, but we live in different states, we've met in person one time for only a couple of hours, she's in Ventura, California, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, and I would, like, consider her one of my best friends, because, like, we're both moms, we're both building real estate businesses, we, have you know, we're doing this podcast, but, like, we, like, we don't actually, like, it's not, like, you know, on Saturday, I'm like, Hey, listen, come over for wine night. Like that's a six hour drive, you know, but that's like the power of social media. Like you meet these people and you're like, how, you know, like we live across the country, but I feel like we're so connected because we can relate to, you know, work and life and business. And like, we have these same passions or whatever it might be. And that's, that's the thing with social media that like, it's really hard to put up, you know, people talk about like ROI or like a price tag and you can't really put like an ROI on that. But like, it's something that like that connection piece that is so amazing. And if you, when you find it, it's it's the coolest thing ever, but you can't, you don't always know like when you're starting something like what it's going to turn into or what kind of connections and relationships you're going to build from it.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. There's, um. you made me think of one post that I made really early on of last year when I started. And I was just kind of feeling a little bit down. Um, Again, looking back now, I don't know why, because I was doing really well. I just, I just wasn't aware, you know, and I'm one that just puts my head down and tends to focus on goals and yeah. So I was just yeah. working and I was down and I posted and I got on there and I think I only had like a hundred followers on TikTok, but everyone was just like, girl, you're doing so good. It was just so uplifting. And it was yeah. cool because I didn't know too many people necessarily agent wise here that I felt comfortable going to, Yeah, like actually I wouldn't have gone to them at all. Like it just was not a connection <laughs> where there was this, these complete strangers that were rooting for me. And like, offering to like, Hey, try, have you tried this? Or have you tried that? Or asking me for things. And it was, it was so, so cool that that's kind of, then it got like addicting. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, if I need something, like I was putting it out there. I'm like, Hey, I dealt with this appraisal gap. How would you guys handle this or whatever, yeah. or just sharing my experiences. And it was such like, I literally started having this community rally behind me of complete strangers. And it was, right. it's amazing. And it's still like that now, now I've made a lot more Uh, connections here where agents are now, you know, reaching out to me and things like that, where it's a little different, but as much as a, you know, outgoing person, I am, I don't like being the new girl. So for me, it was such an uncomfortable thing to kind of try to connect with agents here and like I just don't know. It was like, I, I didn't want to be judged. And it was just weird where it was much easier that I knew people were going to judge me on the internet, but I wasn't going to know them. So I didn't care. Right. Um. Right. I still care a little bit now, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some yeah. of the comments hurt every once in yes. a while. You're like, oh, like I, I'm not a bad person. Yes. Some of those get TikTok used to comments it. are harsh.
0: <laughs> are.
1: Yeah. I like <laughs> to try to turn them around and put like a positive spin on it. Like I had one not yeah. too long ago that I literally, the video, I just stopped answering the comments. I just stopped. Yeah. I was like, it was a total joke. Most people found like that, but it got yeah. like almost a million views. And then of course it just brings on the, the bad yeah. comments, but I turned it because the comments then kept pushing the video out, pushing the video. out. Right. I got two brand deals from there and I picked up uh, like three clients like yeah. leads. And so I made a video about that. I'm like, your comments just pushed my video out and got me this, this, this. So yeah. if you can just Take it with a grain of salt. You know people are going to be like that, and just try to stay positive and realize how many people you're helping or connecting with, and let that go. Then, then you're totally.
0: Yeah, I think that is something that I think with TikTok specifically, and like I feel like right now there's so much power in TikTok. Like I feel like people, some people still think like, oh, I kind of missed the boat with TikTok, but like I don't think that's actually the case, coming from the fact that like. I really started TikTok this year and, you know, have seen way more people that are like connecting with me about relocating here, buying new bills and stuff. But the first time I had like a viral video and seeing like, at first, like I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I woke up the next morning and it like blew up and I had all these comments and it was like, I called, what happened was I called, I was doing like, I'm doing a celebrity homes uh, series here in Arizona. And I called an estate, a mansion. And to me, any house that's like 5,000 square feet. Like, I feel like that's a freaking mansion. Like I'm a normal person. I'm sorry that like, I'm not like, it's not a 10,000 or 13,000 square foot, but I called it a mansion anyways. And I got roasted with really? like, these comments. Yes. And um, it was, and I like told my husband, I was like, So I just got like a thousand new followers last night, like while we were sleeping and I have like 300 comments on this video, but like people are commenting like all these terrible things about me and like totally like nitpicking and like some of them are real bad, you know? Um, And like people think like, oh, well maybe if I just go viral, it'll be like this awesome thing. But then also (laughs) it's like you go viral and you're like, what just happened like it's just like all and like I'm pretty I'm pretty sensitive like I you know like I'm pretty I'm a little bit guarded I would say like I come off like okay it doesn't matter but like it does like I start like second guessing myself and I'm like okay wait and I'm like you know and I, I try not to take it personally but like some some of these comments like were tough and I was like okay And then it happened again on like another video, like a week later. And I was like, okay, I don't want to go viral anymore. (laughs) Like, like, Where's the nice people at? Yes.
1: Yes. I've had a few like that too. And like one that really bothered me was I was in my office. Like I actually went to my office. I do so much of my work from home, but for whatever reason, I went to the office that day. And one of the other agents just started filming me like cause the song was stuck in my head. I can't even remember what the song was now. And I just like walking out and I'm dancing like ridiculous. Like I had my purse on my back. It was just nothing. Three second video went viral. And I like put on there, like something, the text was like coming out of closing or something like that. And, um, people were commenting like, you know, Oh, she just came out of the bedroom to steal that deal or just all this, like really (sighs) just stuff. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm married with three kids, like one, yeah. like, no, you know? And I just, and that one hurt. That one was like, yeah. cause I'm like, you don't even know me. Like, and you're, yeah. you're taking this to a silly video of me dancing. Like I'm, I am so such a bad dancer. Like it was, it was actually really funny just because I can't dance, but that one hurt a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, but then that was one of the ones that kind of also helped me video to help me get over, like just whatever people are going to be me. Yeah. They're going to say what they want but oh my God, that one went almost close to a million too, just because of their comments. So it's just like, whatever, you know?
0: Yeah. It's a double-edged sword. You've got like on the one hand, because like the more comments roll in and like people, you know, and the thing with TikTok, like, I feel like is that you see a lot of these comments that are really terrible. Like they don't have an open profile, like they're private, like they probably are like, in their mom's basement or like some creepy dude or just have like nothing better to do with their time than like be a troll. Um, but then you have, you do see also like it pushes your video out. So you do also get in front of like potentially the right people, you know, the people. And then you also see people starting to come to defend you like, okay, like in the comments. And so it's like this crazy thing where you're like, on the one hand, it's, you have to try to not take it personal. And you're like, this is cool. But then on the other hand, you're like, okay, I actually do have, I have good things happening here. And I have to be looking for that and looking at what the good and the benefits are and not take what, you know, user (laughs) 1793XYZ says, you know, out of his mom's basement that probably doesn't have the courage to show up and try showing up on TikTok because, I mean, it is like, you know, TikTok really rewards you like that. I feel like the more real and like authentic you are. Mm-hmm. And
1: yeah. so
0: it does take courage to show up and try something new, especially in video format, because there's no hiding, you know, if you if you say um or, you know, you fumble over your words or like your right. eye twitches and like does something weird, like there's no hiding <laughs> that, you know, and it takes courage to like be like, OK, you know what? I'm going to try something new. I'm going to post this like and. There's always going to be probably people that are, you know, judging us and judging you, but like, we can't, you know, at what point do you let it stop you versus being like, you know what, even though this sucks, I'm just going to like try to block that out and look at, you know, keep your mindset at looking at what the good and the positive is that's coming out of that rather than, you know, the negative people. Cause there's always going to be that. I mean, that's just how the world is, but you know, the first couple of times you go viral, just maybe don't look at the comments. <laughs> just don't know. Just like them and keep going. Yeah. I just had to stop comment. Like I had to stop replying to comments mm-hmm. because I was like, one, I don't think I'm ever going to get through if I keep doing this because they just kept coming in. But also like every time I read like one of just the negative ones, I was like, I, I just, I am going to get to like, too down on myself if I like read these and like take them in I just need to be like you know what this is awesome there's some trolls on here move forward yeah. and here we are like yes oh wow. Well. <laughs>
1: yeah 100 agree just keep scrolling or just yeah just like it appreciate that they took yeah. the time it bothered them that much that they had to take the time to do that Yes. Um, but yeah, same thing. And but that that's with anything. And that's honestly why I stuck more to TikTok yeah. than Instagram or Facebook because, like you said, it I'm not an Instagram Pinterest person. I'm just not. And like the hot yeah. mess that you're just like laughing, you're like, oh my gosh, like people are like, like I said, all the time, they're like, how do you do it? I'm like, you just keep going. Like, just I don't right. sleep much, you know? Right. I'm not able to be so polished to be on like Instagram and have a stuff. And honestly, just for me, personality wise, that's not like that's how it does it for me. I like more of the, you know, fun, energetic stuff. So I don't do as much on Instagram or Facebook. Um, and it's funny because sometimes I'll take TikToks and try to post them there and the crowd that it attracts. And then the comments, it's just so different that I was just like, Ooh, this isn't for me. I found this platform that works for me best. And that's what I'm going to really try to stick to. I'll be a more polished professional on the other two, just like with my, what I did, what I've sold, things like that. Um, but where I really want to spend my creative time that I have is with that, with that platform and the relationship and mainly because of the relationships that I build on there with
0: complete strangers. Definitely. I know that is, that is the coolest thing. So if, if somebody is like, okay, I want to get started with TikTok, you know, I've seen people talking about it, like what like, what are your couple of like, get started tips that you would give to somebody who like, maybe one of the listeners who's like, you know what, I want to, I want to try it out. I want to see like, I've heard really good things, but I'm not really sure what, what to do. What would you give them like advice on?
1: So first off, I would just say that go in there with the mindset that you just need to show up. You need to be real, be authentic, because what works for other people don't necessarily work for you. You are going to attract the crowd just by being yourself. Um, two, people are going to think that you're crazy and unprofessional. Yeah. I have been you know, told that by other agents in this area, things like that. And now I think some of them are like, oh, well, that's working for her. Huh. And now it's hilarious that just in this year, how many agents in my area are now doing it. And I'm like, you know, totally, but totally also, I'm not going to be like how some of them were to me. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, great video. Like way to go and encouraging them because I think that's great that they're doing it, you know, um, and showing up. So just show up and do it. And also a lot of people are like, Oh, you have to be niche specific. I agree with that to a point. However, I got burnt out from just talking about real estate, and then yeah. of course, because I'm talking about it and liking it, then of course my whole TikTok just became real estate, and I was like, Ew. "Yeah," where I actually created another one where I'm just like user number zero zero whatever whatever, and I just go on there and I like different things. I will not like anything about real estate because I want to get on there and release, yeah, you know, and not think about work for a little bit. I want to laugh it. At- husbands and wives making fun of each other or things like that, moms and their kids. So I started then taking that into my personal TikTok where I am showing up and showing that I'm working and whatever I'm doing for real estate, but I'm also showing you that I'm more than a real estate agent. I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a hot mess. Sometimes I'm scattered. I'm a professional. I'm this, 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 because I'm not just this. And people are using me as a real estate agent, not because I'm necessarily a real estate agent, but because Cause I'm X, Y, Z to them, yeah. you know? Um, So I felt that that was really important to start including what else I am in a sense yeah. and what else I do. And it made me happy. And I talked to one of my really close friends and I was like, you know what? If people don't want to like my videos because I'm dancing with my kids or my sisters in town and we get to act crazy like our yeah. normal selves, that's okay. But yeah. this is what I do in my life. And I'm more than just a real estate agent and I'm sick of talking about just real estate. So I feel like if you go in with all those things and just show up and be you, like it's the easiest thing. If it makes you happy and you want to share with somebody, even if it gets 12 likes or zero or a million, yeah, just do it, you know?
0: Totally. Yeah. I think that's really important and you know, it's so funny because I feel like there is a trend, not like in real estate, but I just feel like there's a trend right now of people being like, I'm like, my personality is not my work. Like, and it's true. Like, you know, I was telling my husband recently, I'm like, gosh, I'm like, I like, do I don't have hobbies anymore. Like all I do is real estate. Mom. I'm a mom and I do real estate. And I'm like, and I talk about both as if they're my hobbies, but like, and they're my personality, but like, I don't have my where did my personality go like what else do i have and i'm like i'm gonna go and i'm like i think this is why i'm struggling i'm like i need to do something i need to like try something new i need to get back into hobbies you know and i think that's why tiktok is so cool because you can show up that way And I feel like people actually want to see it. Like, I feel like people actually want to see like who you are. And the only way that we're going to get away from like only being able to talk about real estate is if we stop only talking about real estate. Like it's, you know, it's crazy because like that's the only, you know, and we have to, and with that comes like being brave to go against like the status quo, you know, in a sense. I remember when I first got started, in real estate, my brokerage that I was at at the time, they were training, they did a training with us. And I told them I didn't want a cold call. And they had told me basically like my, our team leader, team office trainer told me, you're never going to make it in real estate, Brayden. She was like, you're she's like, I don't really know why you got into this career. Like you're never going to make it. And that should have been my first cue to leave when she told me that, but oh, well, like I didn't good learning experience now. Like I would never stay in that kind of position with somebody talking to me that way. But um you know I was like I want to do digital marketing. I want to do social media marketing. Like that's what I knew from like my previous business, my experience with like going to college and uh you know having a marketing background. And now everybody's like, oh I need to do social media and digital marketing and online and like we need to do more than just like you know calling or like asking somebody who do you know that wants to buy or sell or invest in real estate you know right. it's like it's like so crazy and it, it, it takes like having to step up I feel like and do something different but if we want the industry to change if we want to have boundaries if we want to be able to be a, a good mom and a good wife and like have hobbies and have like time to ourselves to like not get burnt out like we have to be the ones that are like, okay, I'm going to do this differently and not do what everybody else says to do just because it's worked for the last 30 years or whatever. And there's a little bit, it takes courage to have to do that. Like I realized that, you know, when I was saying that uh, almost six years ago now, like my office, like everybody in my office was like, you're crazy, you know, but like, I look back and I have like my memories pop up of like my videos from back then. And I'm like, look at how much I've grown. And I've done, I do so much. I feel like I do so much better now. And I still have a lot of room to grow, but like, if I didn't start then, you know, I would have, I would have to be starting now if I wanted to do this, or I I would have to start, you know, later on and it just gets delayed, but you just have to, you know, kind of we have to make the change if we want to, if we want to see the industry change, we want to have the boundaries. We want to have the life that we want, you know, and not necessarily do what all the other agents think that we should be doing, or even people on whatever platform we're on too. Right.
1: No, I agree. I am, I'm learning the boundary thing now. I feel like when I first got in, you know, I just wanted to go, go, go. And one of the biggest things when I started, you know, getting clients and talking to them, you know, I'll ask, well, if you don't mind me asking, why are you not using the agent you use that, you know, help buy this house or whatever. And most of the time the answer was, were they weren't good at communicating or, they felt like they kind of pushed them one way or the other. So yeah. I instantly, you know, try to make myself aware of what didn't work last time and how I can be different. And I felt like I just needed to be available 24 seven, which was fine when I have three clients, but when you're juggling 20 at one time, you know, yeah. that's a lot. And it just yeah. recently, like I had a huge month in May. So my April and and like kind of into March were just, I didn't see my family. And my yeah. husband was like, he was actually home for a little bit, and he was like, "Oh, hey, remember us? You wanted to do this to be more present, and yeah. even though you're watching a movie with us on the couch, you're working on my yeah. laptop." You know, yeah. so I'm really getting better um, because June came around, and I was, I was just drained. Like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't post a lot on social media. I didn't even care if I like really wanted. I, I didn't go out and actively seek new clients because I was so burnt out from dealing yeah. with. They had nine, like for that, that closed within like four or five weeks. And it is just me um, that I was just like done. And that was nine closing, not considering the other people that I was still working with actively trying to find or sell their house. So I had a real hard awakening a few months ago where I finally put notifications on my phone where after eight o'clock we're done. Like unless it's a true emergency, but realistically, some of the questions that people are going to be asking me the banker and the attorneys are closed because they're a strict yeah. nine to five. So right. I don't need to be answering my phone at eleven o'clock at night. No. So I started putting that into place, and I'm very upfront with my clients. I'm like, hey, listen, if it's an emergency, I'm going to answer you right away. But you know, if I'm not showing you houses after your work schedule, and this phone call can wait, I'm going to get back to you tomorrow. Because, you know, I need to be at home with my kids or at their practices and actually watching them or doing things. So, um, I will say that now coming around this last month and a half, I've actually felt so much better because they're okay. If a pipe is breaking or your house is burning down, call me, you know, but if you just simply have a question about the utility information that I've sent you three times and you haven't done it can wait till tomorrow morning or whatever. So I thought that that was going to hurt me as an agent. And I was totally prepared to take some consequences and maybe potentially not work with clients, like certain clients that just didn't, that didn't align with them. But it hasn't because they respect the boundaries that I have because most of them are in the same positions I am. And they get it. Like my husband was getting ready to play again. And I went away for four days with my kids. I told everybody that I was working with, I was going away. I'm monitoring my emails, but while I'm in Disney world, I'm not going to be texting you while I'm waiting in line. And it was fine, you know? So I feel like sometimes we set ourselves up to automatically think the worst and we don't even give our clients or people, whoever we're working like vendors or whatever, the chance to respect our boundaries. And then once I set them, I really haven't had any backlash from it. So I wish I would have done that a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. It would have maybe made it a little more smoother on me mentally yeah. to not just always feel like I just had to be on call all the time. And then I felt bad if I would even like post, sometimes people were requested to be like on my personal, you know, page and stuff. And I'm like, Oh my God, I don't want to post that. I'm swimming with my kids today because they're going to think I'm not working. Right. I had to get over that real fast because I can't do that. I'm a human being. I have feelings. I have family members and I have to do me too. And I, it doesn't mean I'm not a good agent if I do that. So that's a good mindset. I feel like I finally learned how to like
0: get out of that mold that I thought you had to be in. So totally. I feel like that's a work in progress. And I do feel like you have to experience like being burnt out or a little bit like okay, this isn't working for like me or my family to like really be able to set those boundaries because I don't know if you have like a local group, like for your agents in your area on Facebook or any kind of forum or anything, but like, I know our group, we have so many agents here and there, this discussion comes up a lot about like, You know, some people wanting boundaries, and some people being like, if I'm an agent and you submitted an offer and I call you at 9 p.m., you better answer that phone if you want your offer accepted. And I'm like, no, okay, like I am so over that. Like, we need to have boundaries. Like, we are professionals. And to be honest, like, if we are working and answering phone calls at nine, 10 o'clock at night, and we have families, like, we're burnt out for our families. So we're not showing up good there. Like, I cannot be a good mom and wife if I'm like working until 10 o'clock at night. But also like if I'm working until 10 o'clock at night, like I'm not resting up and getting like refreshed for the next day tomorrow. So I'm not going to show up as my best self. And I'm like, there, like there is such a lack sometimes of like this idea of thinking that like, it can't wait until 9 a.m. the next morning, like until, you know, reasonable hours. And it's just, it's not healthy. Like we need to have boundaries to show up as our best self, like everywhere, you know, and it's so hard. I feel like there's a lot of people who think it's like totally okay. Like, let's just not have boundaries. Let's not have professional hours. Like let's not have working hours. And it's like, I don't know about you, but like long-term that is not how I want to live my life. Like there's one thing for a season I get For a season, like, okay, we've got to build up this business. Like, we are trying to do it, but like, long term, you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to burn your family out. Like, you're going to, you know, you're going to just be probably not healthy because you're not taking care of yourself. And
1: like, like, when's the last time I ate? Um, Oh my gosh, I need to stop and eat. Yeah, I agree with that. And I actually started doing for, because I get it that this market also kind of, you know, yes. We had to do that, you know, and a lot of the craziness as agents, we kind of caused ourselves by let's list it on Thursday, all offers due by this. And then we're all complaining that we don't have weekends. Well, why couldn't we have chosen to do it on Monday and leave it open till Friday so people could view it after work? So I feel like yeah. we start to change that mindset. But what I started doing on my listings, because obviously you have more control of that is I would make the house, you know, go live on Thursday or Friday, and then we'd show it all weekend. And then we put in there, not so much now, but this was when the market was still crazy before the yeah. interest rates, we would put all offers are due on Sunday by eight o'clock. A yeah. decision will be made Monday by noon because yeah. that way nobody was waiting up Sunday night, waiting for us to get paper signed yes. and making a decision because then there because I had done that at the beginning, because that's what a lot of other agents were doing. And it's 1130 at night and I'm waiting for money to, you know, come in and hoping that due diligence can be wired and like all this stuff. And it got to be too much. And then I would have agents calling me because again, they want to let their buyers know. Yeah. And I felt like when I started putting that into the remarks that we'll be doing, the decision will be made by Monday. You'll be known Yeah. That it will be sent out to you by noon. It set the expectations, not only for the other agent, but also for the buyers as well. And it also gave the other agents, I feel, a break that they didn't have to wait up till 10 o'clock at night waiting for us to make a decision. Totally. To then let their buyers know, because if not, their buyers would think they weren't doing their job. So I feel like we can help each other out by setting better expectations um, for our clients and other agents as well. So I've been really have been doing that. Thankfully, though, you know, we are seeing that market start to correct itself where I'm kind of pumped that I can say, hey guys, do you want to see this house tomorrow? Not like, yeah, can you get off of work on your lunch break and meet me out here. Like, no.
0: <laughs> so I'm actually kind of excited for it. Oh gosh, yeah. And you got in at like, I feel like the craziest market ever. And so, and I know I know a lot of like agents that got in in 2020 and 2021 are like freaking out right now, thinking that like the world's ending with the market. But it's like, I will just say like, I, you know, I'm about to have been an agent for like a full six years, like five years full-time. And my first listing took me three weeks to go under contract. And you know what? That was good. Like that was good in 2015 or whatever year that was like uh, 2016. Like that uh, that, so funny. that was like, you know, and I mean, there is pressure, like when you've got a seller, they're trying to sell their house. Like I feel like there is pressure when you're on that side because you want to perform and like get them under contract, get them the best deal. But like it's okay. Like it's all gonna be okay. Like uh uh we're not gonna die because houses right. are staying on the market for like, you know, a week or two weeks, you know. Um uh, I saw it. Yeah, no, it's post-
1: about setting those expectations <laughs> yes. for your clients and stuff. But I had to do um so the very first time well i've only had to do it once but a price reduction and i never I had to do that, about that. <laughs> and it was so funny and it was and i had told the sellers like i think that they're going in you know a little bit higher than what we wanted and but you know they had also had heard what was going on and you know yeah. just whatever so they you know it's again managing expectations and sometimes you can't clearly get through to the right. client so anyway yeah. i was like we're gonna do this for a week and if it is not on we are changing this price because again, now the consumers think that, Oh, what's wrong with that house. It's been on the market for four days. So it's all about all (laughs) this kind of tricky stuff. But I remember going into my, into the, my Vic and I was like, Hey, um, I'm sorry to do this price reduction. And I just want to make sure that I did this right. And she was laughing because I was so stressed out. And she's like, Kristen, this is normal. And I was like, But I've never had to do one. And I was like, I wish they would have listened to me because now I have to do one. And she was like, You are such a snob right now. She was like, You're spoiled. Stop it. But I was like, I don't want that on my record that I had to reduce the house. And she was (laughs) like, Stop it. So it's so funny now how to see things are. But you're right. I got in at the height of the market where there was such a standard for things. And now to see it shift. Yeah, I've seen a lot of agents already start panicking and freaking out. And I'm like, listen, this is cool. Now we get like a little bit of a break. I can actually not have to wear yoga pants sometimes because literally sometimes I'd be like in yoga pants and have to go show a house or whatever, which I feel is great because again, that's showing up as my authentic self, but, um, it's, I'm, I'm excited for it. And I just keep reminding other agents and clients as well that I'm like, I've bought, you know, several houses over the last few years. And I'm like, I remember my first time we bought a house back in like 2010, um, interest rates were like, I think we had like almost a six, it was like 5.25 or 5.5, something like that. And everyone was like, that's really good. And we were excited. And even just a few years ago to get a 4% or 3.75 was amazing. So I'm like, we need to kind of chill. Yes, we were absolutely spoiled with two and 3% interest rates, but- you know, we just need to chill. Like people have bought houses for years. My father-in-law yes. was like, yeah, I bought it. My very first house was like 14%. And I was like, yeah. <gasps> and yeah. he's was like, we're still here. We're existing. So I try to tell people that and, and other agents too. I'm like, it's okay if this house, yeah. you might have to show it for two weeks. Like, yeah, just, just calm down. But it is cool. Yes. It kind of cool and kind of wracking all in once because I am learning new things and yes. just
0: learning how to pivot into this. Um, yeah, Um, But yeah, that
1: price reduction, I was like- <laughs>
0: It's, it's so funny because I just saw an agent that had posted like a, a video, like two new agents, and they're like, Hey, okay, if you got your license in 2020 or 2021, like, I just want to let you know there's this thing where sometimes you have to reduce the price in order yes, to sell I the house. It. It's called a price reduction. <laughs> I was dying. I, I saw like, that and so I was funny.
1: Yes, it, it is, though. It's so true. <laughs> um, even just like I said, I've had buyer clients send me a property recently. And they were like, Hey, this house has been on the market for, it was nine days. Yeah. And I was like, it's, it's okay. The house was practically new, yeah. but they listed it on father's day weekend. Yeah. This, um, here at Fort Bragg, we actually had this, they do like four, everyone has a military basis. You get like a four day weekend typically okay. it falls on holidays. So father's day weekend, this, you know, all the military people, they left out of town Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday, Monday, so yeah. that was four days right there over the weekend, and this house was great, and it did wind up going uh, under contract the following weekend. But they were like nervous, and they were like, yeah. "There's something wrong with it," and I'm like, yeah. "No, nothing's yeah. wrong with it." Like, yeah. Do you want to go see it? We have time to see it. You know, it's yeah. still available. Isn't that
0: amazing? So yeah. it's funny. It's really funny because we've been asking for the market to change for the last couple of years, and like you know, all, a lot of us were working with buyers, like the last two years, like we were burnt out just because we're having to, having to like, be like, oh, a house hit the market. Like we need to run to it right now and like mm-hmm. put together this crazy offer. And now it's like, you know, we, okay, like, yeah, we can actually like schedule it, like the showing, like, for tomorrow and be okay. Or like, we have time to go and like our buyers have time to like make a good decision. And now they're not necessarily, I mean, we're still seeing some like bidding wars like on really, really nicely done properties and stuff, but like, you're not having to go 30, 40, 50,000 over and having to being asked to waive your full appraisal or being asked to forego your inspection, you know? And a lot of times, like we were telling our clients, like, don't do that. Like, don't waive your inspection. Like in no world is that a smart buyer move unless like you are so handy that no matter what the issue is, like, you know, you want to know what you're buying into, but it's like, so now, you know, yes, interest rates are higher, but you're not, you don't have to like give up all of your buyer rights to purchase, you know, and even sellers, like my sellers, the last couple of years were like, when, you know, there's a line outside the door to see their house and they can't go home, you know, and I, you know, I would tell them like, look, I would just get a hotel for the weekend. Like I wouldn't even go home, like just take a staycation, you know? And the ones that didn't listen to me, like they were like, we haven't been home in 12 hours. There's a line outside of our door. So, and I'm like, yeah, that's the market right now. You know? Um, I'm like, I'm, I tried to warn you, but like now it's like, there's a little bit of like breathing room but because, like, the way they the way that I heard it, like, said that I thought was so great was, like, okay, if you're going 100 miles an hour and the speed limit is, like, 70, like, and you all of a sudden, like, you know, you slow down because you see a cop, but you're going, like, 85, like, you're still speeding. It's just, like, it feels a lot slower because you were just going 100 miles an hour. And it's, like, that's what we're kind of in right now. Hopefully, you know, like, nothing too crazy happens. But it's, like, it's just... You know, there's ebbs and flows within the market and there's opportunities, you know, on our side in the business to, you know, set up our systems, uh, make sure our boundaries are in place, like, you know, be on top of the market and the opportunities for both the buyer and the seller side, you know, so that we can best be advising them. But it's just, if we want to be in it for the long haul, I'm sure we'll see plenty of different markets and different things going on and it's just the time to you know, be open to the opportunities and be open to the market without like completely panicking and losing our ish so that like our, (laughs) so that our clients don't freak out too. Right. Yeah. Keep it
1: under control. I'll freak out in my office, but then I'm like, on the phone, I'm like, this is, it's great. (laughs) We got this. (laughs) I didn't just scream into the phone like 10 seconds ago. Yeah.
0: Freaking out. Like, no, it's totally totally fine. It's fine. It's great. Well, okay, Kristen, this was so great. I'm so glad we had you on. And I'm so excited for everybody to um, get a chance to hear a little bit about you, your business, your story. Do you want to leave um, anything anything else, like any tips or encouragement or anything for the listeners of the show and our uh, mama community here? I would just say that don't be afraid to
1: show up be yourself be the hot mess mom boss that you are and just always be kind that's always my message to everybody is be kind and super supportive i feel the more support you give to other people even in your same field it just comes back to you in different ways so totally yep that is my advice but thank you so much
0: for having me i am this was awesome oh i'm so glad that you were able to make it this was so great i'm excited for this to go out um one last thing Can you tell everybody where they can find you, where they can connect with you? So selling
1: more it's S E L L I N G M O O R E. That is my hashtag for all my social media um, platforms. If you really want to get to know me, follow me on TikTok.
0: Awesome. I encourage everybody to do that if you're on TikTok or just connect with Kristen. Um, Thank you so much. And, ladies, uh, connect with us in the Facebook group. Let us know what you thought of this episode and let us know if you guys have any thoughts on this. We can talk about it in the group and just connect further. Hey, did you know that we have a merch collab? Yep, that's right. We did a collab with basically Casey to bring you some super cute modern real estate mama merch and designs for when you're out showing out with the kids at the park so you can have cute realtor mom gear without being tacky go check it out we'll have the link in the show notes